You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hey everyone, I'm your host Emily and welcome to Sideline Edit. Here I'll be curating and breaking down what's trending in the world of sports on and off the field. I'll leave you with just the right amount of information so that you can join in on any sports conversation and not feel totally lost. You'll know what the big game of the week was, what event to be on the lookout for next, what team is hot, who had the best game day fit, because trust me, the game day fashion is elite. And I'll also just be filling you in on who some of these main characters are so that you can get a better understanding of why I and so many other people out there are just so obsessed with the world of sports. And I always say, I truly think sports are the best reality TV out there. And so I'm excited for you to see that too. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everyone, welcome back or welcome to another episode of Sideline Edit. This episode, I'm going to be doing a quick run through of a few of the things that happened this week in the world of sports. And then I'm also going to share all about the legend that is Steph Curry. Let's go ahead and roll into what's been happening this week. We have a basketball-focused episode for you. Getting a break from the football, which I feel like is very needed. Let's dive into it. If you know any name in women's college basketball, it's Caitlin Clark of Iowa. And she made History Thursday as women's college basketball's all-time leading scorer. So she now has the most points of any woman in college basketball. This record was previously held by Kelsey Plum, which you've probably heard me talk about before. She's currently in the WNBA. She just won the championship this past year and is married to NFL player Darren Waller. I personally love Kelsey Plum, but... It was very exciting to see Caitlin Clark beat this record. Just a huge, huge accomplishment. And honestly, Caitlin Clark deserves a deep dive episode because she's truly a once in a lifetime talent. We'll see if she enters the WNBA next year or if she stays in college because she has a good thing going right now. This weekend, we also had the NBA All Star Weekend. And this is when the NBA season truly picks up. We had the trade deadline about a week and a half ago at this point and now the football is over. We're in basketball season and this I feel like is the unofficial start to it all. This weekend we had the typical three-point contest, celebrity all-star game, Steph versus Sabrina three-point challenge, slam dunk competition, and then of course the actual all-star game. The Celebrity All-Star Game was coached by people like 50 Cent and Lil Wayne and had a roster including people of Jennifer Hudson, Texans QB quarterback CJ Stroud, Dallas Cowboy Micah Parsons, Puka Nakua of the Rams, AJ McLean of Backstreet Boys, Walker Hayes, and more. And a wild part of this weekend was that the basketball court used for much of the weekend was LED. And so basically they were playing basketball and doing these activities on a giant flat screen TV with moving graphics, 
statistics would pop up, videos. There would be like flames under the people's feet who were hot at the time. And if it's being tested here, it's definitely something that we could be seeing actually in the NBA within like a few years. It definitely looks like something out of the future and there was a lot going on and so it would definitely need some refining but look up videos if you're interested because I think this is the future. With the skills challenges and the all-star game, it's the same with every sport that has an all-stars game like this. It's only as fun as the players make it and as much as they care. I remember in the early 2000s, the dunk contests were huge. Like that was the main thing people cared about. Now with just the changes in playing style, which we'll get into when we talk about Steph Curry, the three-point competition, that's the bigger deal just because of how the game has shifted. With the game, I liked the return of East versus West. I like it so much better as opposed to backyard style, picking teams. And then you also have something to compare it to year after year if you have a dominant conference. And with these all-star weekends, it's really just an opportunity for the league to kind of like see how people are feeling about the league, test out different things like that LED court. And like I said at the top, to me, it's just the unofficial start to basketball season. We have college basketball, March Madness coming up. And so just the beginning of it all. And with that, and in honor of NBA All-Star Week, let me tell you all about one of the greatest shooters the league has ever seen, if not the greatest. I think it's the greatest. As well as just being an enjoyable human to watch with his very happy-go-lucky demeanor, Steph Curry. I'll tell you all about his play style, his records he has, his production company, and just so much more about how he really is a worldwide celebrity on and off the court. I want to take a second to share with you all my favorite snack company. You know how sometimes you're not sure if you want sweet or salty and you kind of want something that accomplishes both in one bite? For me, that's when I always grab the peanut butter chocolate bites from Raw Eddies. Raw Eddies was founded by a dear friend of mine, Caitlin, who wanted a treat that also powers your brain. Raw Eddies snacks are vegan and gluten-free with adaptogens to boost your brain health. I personally love the peanut butter bites, but also the chocolate chip cookies. They are perfectly soft. Try your new favorite snack at raweddies.com. That's R-A-W-E-D-D-Y-S.com and use Sideline Edit for 20% off your entire order. Happy snacking. Let's start at the beginning here. Steph Curry was the first child of Sonia and Del Curry, born in 1988. He is now 35 years old. His full name is Wardell Stephen Curry II, after his father, and his parents were both athletes. Steph is actually a Nepo baby, as his father was in the NBA, 
Steph was born in Ohio when his dad was playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, but spent most of his childhood in Charlotte when his dad played for the Hornets, except for three years at the end of his career when the family lived in Toronto while his dad was playing for the Raptors. His mom was a college volleyball star and known for having just such a strong training and work ethic, and his parents met in college while both at Virginia Tech. Steph has a younger brother, Seth Curry, who also has had a career in the NBA, and he is married to former pro volleyball player Callie Rivers, and she is the daughter of former NBA player and notable coach Doc Rivers, who is currently the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. And Doc Rivers was actually one of the coaches for the All-Star Game. He is one of just the notable NBA coaches. Steph and Seth's younger sister, Sidel, is a former college volleyball player and is married to NBA player Damian Lee of the Phoenix Suns. So obviously, the three Curry siblings grew up around the NBA in that culture and are still obviously very active in that world. During warm-ups before the games, you would see little Steph and Seth practicing shooting with the NBA players. So just very immersed in this world and truly all they know being literally born into it. Steph Curry goes on to having an impressive high school basketball career. He's already a really strong shooter, and he's known just to be really smart with a high basketball IQ, just a very high level of understanding the game and being able to think in any high-pressure situations. When it came time for college, he also wanted to go to Virginia Tech like his parents, but Steph's opportunities were limited because of his height and thinner frame. He was only six feet at the time and a thinner frame, not what people typically look for when they are recruiting athletes for college basketball. He did not receive a scholarship from any college basketball program and ended up going to Davidson, which is a small college in North Carolina, who the coach had just shown a lot of interest in him. And even before starting a game in college, his coach famously said that Steph Curry is something special. You just have to wait and see. His freshman year, he had the highest amount of points per game in his conference, and he had the second highest points of any freshman in the country, except for now. NBA star KD Kevin Durant, who I'll bring up a little later too. His freshman year, Davidson becomes a 13 seed in March Madness, and Steph was on the USA's Team USA U19 team, ending up winning a silver medal. Going into his sophomore year, he finally grew to what he is now, which is a height of 6'2", which again is still small for the NBA. That year, Davidson made it to the Elite Eight in March Madness, and Steph set a new record for the most three-pointers in one season with 159. Curry was nominated for an ESPY that year for the Breakthrough Player of the Year. His junior year ended up being his final year of college, and he was the NCAA scoring leader that year. And even though he opted out for a senior year, he was still determined to complete his degree, 
And so he completed his bachelor's in sociology, which he didn't have to complete his degree if he didn't want to, but he still did. Jumping ahead a little bit, in 2022, he became the first Davidson player to have his number retired and ends up being entered into his college's Hall of Fame. And now the college is done. In 2009, Steph Curry is the seventh overall pick in the draft by the Golden State Warriors. And now I want to talk a little bit just about his playing style. He's a point guard who is an offensive player and really just controls the ball, but also has qualities of a shooting guard because of how strong of a shooter he is. He has this really quick jump shot where he's able to release the ball so quickly in under half a second upon jumping, which adds a greater arc to his shots, making them really difficult to block. So even though he's smaller, they have this intense arc, and so it's really hard for even taller people to block his shots. He is what we would call a clutch shooter. He comes in clutch when you need him. And he's often shooting his best in those high-pressure moments, and he takes a lot of those game-winning shots. Teams playing him often have to double-team him, so they have to use two of their players to guard him in games, which allows other teammates on his team to be left unguarded. Even though he's small, he still has a very good defensive style, and so he's quick and swift, and he can steal the ball quickly. And he's also someone, if you've never watched him play, he just never looks tired out there. He is moving constantly and just has this energy when he's playing, even now being one of the older people in the NBA, which is crazy. He's only 35, but in that world, he just has so much energy. And he created this play style where the player doesn't need to dominate the ball and be a ball hog but be able to dominate the game. And the way he does that is by being quick. And basically, whenever he has the ball, he's scoring. And so he's getting those quick opportunities and then quickly releasing the ball and getting a lot of points. Sports reporter Owen Davis said, Curry is proof that if you work hard enough, you can still find ways to dominate no matter your side. Which is still obviously, he's larger than an average guy and he is an athletic guy. But compared to other college athletes and pro NBA players, he's smaller. And even when you're watching him now, he kind of stands out in a way of being small because everyone's like six inches to over a foot taller than he is. And again, it's all relative, but standing next to people like Kevin Durant and LeBron James. He looks on the small side. He ends up finishing his rookie season with 166 three-pointers, which was the most ever by a rookie in NBA history. In 2011, he was named the recipient of the NBA Sportsmanship Award, which I'll dive into his character a little later. That year, he also had ankle surgery, and at the time, there was this worry around him that he would continue to have these ankle and foot injuries and that the injuries he have would just kind of diminish how good of a player he could actually be. Also in 2011, he marries his longtime girlfriend, Canadian-American Aisha Alexander, who he met at age 15 at church. 
and I'll dive into her more later, but they now have three kids together. If you follow Sideline Edit on Instagram, you know I am obsessed with the Huga House hats. They are the perfect, and I mean perfect, oversized, trucker style, vintage inspired hats that are the best quality. You probably know that I have multiple of these hats at this point. They also have these super cozy vintage inspired t-shirts and they're just the best of the best. Not only do I wear these hats, but also people like Aaron Rodgers, Nastia Lugan, and Josh Allen have been seen wearing these hats because they're just that good. Go ahead and try them out for that perfect oversized fit. It's just that casual vibe that when you want to have a hat day, this is the hat that I always reach for. To give my favorite hat a try, head over to hugahouse.com. That's H-U-E-G-A-H-O-U-S-E dot com and use the code SIDELINE for 15% off your order. And when you get your hat and you're obsessed, tag me because I want to see which one you got. going to kind of fly through the rest of his career because it's just so good. It's like how much can you hear about all the highlights and all record and the new record that he keeps breaking. And so I'm going to highlight a few things here so that I can get into some of his off-court accomplishments too. Prior to the start of the 2012-2013 season, Curry signed a four-year $44 million contract extension with the Warriors. At the time, many people, like I had said, in the sports world considered this to be very risky because of the injuries that Curry was having. But just two seasons later, Steph leads Golden State to their first NBA championship in 40 years, and Steph is named the NBA's most valuable player that year. And in December of 2015, we have the first game in the NBA where Steph is guarded by his own brother, Seth Curry, on the opposing team. And so we had a cute moment there, similar to a Kelsey v. Kelsey, except this time they were actively guarding and playing against each other, which is cool. You don't see that a lot, even like Manning versus Manning. Again, both offensive players, whereas in basketball, you're actually seeing them play one-on-one against each other. A couple years later, in July of 2017, Curry agrees to a five-year, $201 million extension with the Warriors. This makes him the first NBA player to sign a Supermax contract, which is a contract worth over $200 million. That upcoming season, he ends up spraining his MCL and he missed six weeks of games. But he comes back during the playoffs and ends up winning the championship that year, making him a three-time champion in four seasons. And with that, the Golden State Dynasty is born. And in 2022, they win for a fourth time with Curry. And Steph is also, again, named League MVP. And obviously, that's 2022. He is still in the league. They didn't win last year. 
They're looking good again this year. And so we're still living in this Golden State Dynasty. Some of the records he has and just accomplishments that he has include the NBA record for the most three-pointers in history, which is still counting. Right now it's over 3,600 and again, actively in the league. So that's going to continue to grow. He has the highest career free throw percentage of 91%, which is the highest in NBA history. He is a 10-time NBA All-Star. He was AP Male Athlete of the Year. He's been the Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year twice. He's been on Times 100 Most Influential People. He is an eight-time ESPY winner. He has won an Oscar for Best Documentary Short Film, which he was an executive producer for, and just so, so much more. I would say his claim to fame and how he has made a difference in the league is that he is the Michael Jordan of the three-point era. And so kind of like how I was saying with the All-Star game, that switch from dunking to three-pointers, basically what Michael Jordan did for the slam dunk, he is doing for the three-pointer and really just changing the way that basketball looks. This era he has started has been referred to as the Steph Effect or the NBA's three-point revolution. He is known just to be very calm, cool, and collected, yet with like a high energy to him. He really is the face of this Golden State Warriors dynasty, but he's known to lack the ego that you think someone like him should have. Scottie Pippen, who won six NBA titles with the Chicago Bulls and was a teammate with Michael Jordan. He said that Curry's willingness to sacrifice for Kevin Durant is one of the greatest stories in history because Curry welcomed Durant, who is also a top player. And like I had mentioned, how Durant was the only one when they were freshmen in college to have more points than he does. I told you, he'd be coming back. And obviously, if you follow basketball, he's currently in the league. He's with the Phoenix Suns. Still a star, an all-star. We all know who KD is. But with basketball and these smaller teams, being the star of the team is a big deal. And people kind of move around. And Steph being somebody who welcomed Kevin Durant to Golden State to have him be joining him shows how Steph is. And that's what Scottie Pippen is speaking to. It takes someone to let that happen because Steph kind of could roll Golden State if he wanted to. And you actually even saw it with this past trade deadline. There were talks about LeBron James joining Steph in Golden State. Ended up not happening. And honestly, I'm glad because that would be too much talent there. We can't let that happen. But when Steph is asked about his calm demeanor and like, where does this come from? How are you able to like stay like this? He says it comes from his love of basketball. And he says the day that stops being fun for him and he loses that joy that basketball brings him, that's when he will retire. He said how, you know, the politics of basketball and the business can easily get in the way, but his favorite thing is just playing and that's where he gets this joy from it. 
And he truly is the happiest, like most contagious, energetic guy on the court. Monte Poole of NBC Sports described Steph with a childlike aura to him when he plays. His fan base ranges from very young children to the elderly, from casually watching NBA people to committed fans. Everyone enjoys his style of play, stating that the joy factor just exponentially increases when Steph is on the court. And now let's talk about him off the court. Off the court, he has become a worldwide celebrity, truly the only competing person with him in the NBA is LeBron James for the face of the NBA worldwide. Though he has publicly said he is trying to win, he has no want to try to take the crown of King James from LeBron and be the king of the NBA. He's very happy just winning and getting to play. His rookie sports card is one of the most expensive cards of all time, having sold for $5.9 million. He is the highest paid NBA player of all time by season. He has been ranked in Forbes list of the world's highest paid celebrities for endorsements multiple times. He is the face of Under Armour after previously leaving Nike, which... That is a juicy, interesting story. I'll have to get into that another time. He has invested in many companies, including Palm, Snap Travel, and serves as the CEO of 30 Inc., a San Francisco-based company that works to provide equitable opportunities to people through brand, media, experiences, and philanthropy. He has a production company called Unanimous Media, named for becoming the first NBA player in history to be elected the league's MVP by unanimous vote. His production company is in partnership with Sony and is located on the Sony Pictures studio lot. He has been an executive producer for multiple films and became both the executive producer and resident golf pro on the American sports reality TV competition, Holy Moly. He served as an executive producer of an animated revival of the 1970s sitcom Good Times, along with original executive producer Norman Lear and Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane, and the series will be on Netflix. He is an incredible golfer. If there's any golf tournament, celebrity golf tournament, he's there. There's actually some funny videos of when he played with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I'll have to find the video to post it on my Instagram. In 2019, he teamed up with Howard University, a historically black college, to create their NCAA D1 golf programs for both men's and women's teams and guaranteed funding for those programs. And his wife, Aisha Curry, is a chef and actress. She is in a Netflix movie, Irish Wish, coming out this year and has even been on Disney shows like Hannah Montana and Good Luck Charlie. She had her own cooking show on the Food Network, was host for the Great American Baking Show, and has helped open restaurants in the Bay Area, started Homemade, an Oakland-based meal kit delivery service, and recently launched Sweet July, a lifestyle brand consisting of a magazine, brick-and-mortar store, and a skincare line. Together, her and Steph make an unstoppable duo 
while also just being known to be incredibly kind and philanthropic. And at just 34 and 35 years old, we are going to see a lot more from these two. And that is my quick overview of Wardell Stephen Curry II. I'm excited I got to share just the highlights I feel like about him. There's so much more and excited to do some more deep dives like this. As always, thank you for the support and let me know what you thought of this episode by DMing Sideline Edit on Instagram and I will see you all on Monday. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.